I am Kara Barbrick with Space Foundation, and you're listening to the Space For You podcast. Space For You is designed to tell the stories of the people who make space exploration today more accessible to all. Today, we are joined by Danny Hawkes of Danny's Rocket Ranch. Danny was born and raised on a ranch near Ignacio, Colorado, or as he refers to it, the Rocket Ranch. When he realized that he did not want to be a rancher, his love for space exploration was launched. He dreamt of being an astronaut. After graduating from Fort Lewis College, he began his junior high teaching career. During his career, he escorted hundreds of students to space camp in Huntsville, Alabama. Danny has since retired, but continues to help students attend space camp through his new company, Danny's Rocket Ranch. The small business specializes in selling dehydrated products. After years of making a delicious fresh salsa, he perfected a dehydrated salsa blend to be consumed on Earth, in space, and beyond. A portion of the profits are donated to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center Education Foundation for Space Camp Scholarships. Welcome, Danny. Hi there. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. <laughs> really excited to uh, get your stories shared out with everyone today. So. I'd love to kind of hear a little bit more about your teaching career and what you taught. Maybe any funny anecdotes. I, I feel like teachers always have a couple really good stories. Uh, oh, yes. Yes, we do. But one thing I want to start off with, you know, uh, I, I can't do this alone. You know, we I have a beautiful, my forever bride, Laura Lake Hawkins. Uh, we, we're co-owners. We're owners of Danny's Rocket Ranch, and uh, uh, she is a, a teacher also, and and we both have teacher's hearts, and we just, uh, uh, we started this company just out of the love of space and helping children. So, uh, I'll give you a little background about the Rocket Ranch, and maybe about me, teaching. I, I taught 35 years uh, in Colorado and New Mexico, uh, teaching science. And I was very fortunate because I got to teach at the school I I graduated from, so that's what was quite an honor. And mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to be an astronaut, but you know, I'd, uh, being growing up in southwestern Colorado on a ranching farm, I really didn't know how to do that. So I had a, uh, a scholarship to go to Fort Lewis. So I said, I want to become a teacher. I want to go back to my hometown, give back to my community, and I became a teacher. And uh, teaching was fun. Uh, I loved junior high school. I thought I wanted to be a high school teacher. But when I met those junior high kids, oh, <laughs> and, uh, unfortunately, I, I acted just like them. So I said, found my niche. <laughs> and so, made you perfect for the, the younger kids. I don't, that... I don't know. The uh, principal just said, I said, you're just like the kids, except you got a mustache. <laughs> said, well, some, some of the boys have mustaches, too. But, but it, it was fun. Uh, I taught, uh, I think I taught every subject except English, but mostly science and math. And we always had fun. We always always taught outside the box. Of course, there's some book learning, but try to find the way the kids learn the best. We, we did, by example, we did stock market. We did practical applications. So I said, how do you use it in the real world? So so that's that's how we taught. And, and, and oh, yes, I, I had some funny things happen over the course of the year in Every teacher who's listening will know some of these here. But just to give you just to give you a couple of what happened over the years, we loved building rockets. We always ended the year by our rocket unit, learning about space, the history of space, and always the last week we would be launching rockets from uh, uh, Ignacio Space 
Center, uh, and, which was uh, the Ignacio High School football field. But we'd always, we'd always change the name to Ignacio Space Center. We'd invite all the grade school kids to come and watch. And a couple of times we had some uh, mishaps, so to speak. Uh, one time we had to call the fire department because the rocket went up, came down normally, but landed on a grassy field. And the engine was still hot enough, it caught the dry grass on fire. So uh, the fire department had to be called with an engine and uh, I had to put out the fire. I believe that was the same time we had we had called the local TV station to come film it. So it was on uh, <laughs> uh, it was on local news also. So it was good. It was kind of one of those where you put your face in your hand and you go, oh, shake your head and go, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, but and of but, course it couldn't stay private. It had to be with the news as well. No, it can't. So, so tell me, how did you get into taking students to space camp? I mean, Colorado and Alabama are, are not very close together. So what prompted that? Well, at the time we started doing this, to date, I've taken 542 kids to space camp in uh, 28 years. But uh, the, the story behind that is I knew there was a, uh, when I started teaching, uh, I started teaching back in 1985. And I knew there was a space camp down in Huntsville, Alabama. And as a teacher, I knew that sometimes, or sometimes in the future, I needed to go and see what space camp was all about. And then, of course, in 1987, the movie Space Camp came out. Yes. And then I looked at that. So that just, that just reinforces that I have to go to space camp. Well, in 1993, I believe, uh, we were going on family vacation and just happened we were going to make a detour through Huntsville, Alabama, just because I wanted to spend, spend a little time at space camp and see what space camp was all about. So I spent the day there uh, touring the museum, walking around, uh, talking to some of the, the employees and the counselors. And I, I just said, cool, this place is cool. I need to bring some kids here. So uh, that little seed started in 1993. And the very next year, we had a special program that a special ed teacher was able to acquire some funds and enough money to take two kids to space camp. And she said, could you please send these, take these two boys to space camp? And I said, well, twist my arm. <laughs> so that, if you make so me. Okay. So she made a, we made a combination to take these young, two young men to space camp. And, I, and a week at space camp, I said, this is going to be grand. So I went there, the boys went through space camp, and I spent the week just talking to counselors, talking to kids, talking to the employees, talking to the management, going through the museum. And I said, wow, this is something. I, every single person was dedicated to the concept of math, science. They were producing the next generation of space explorers. And I just thought that was, it hit me right in my, that little, that little boy heart that was there 30 years prior. And I said, wow, this is cool. The next year, the special ed teacher was able to acquire funds to send two more kids. So I took them also and I did the same thing. I just hung out at space camp and just absorbing. Just, it was like sitting there and absorbing sunshine. You just absorbed it all in. And I said to myself, I said, I'm going to bring some kids. I need to bring kids, as many kids as I can. So the beginning of the next year, I announced to all my class, I said, we're going to space camp. And that started the ball down the, down the hill, proverbially snowball, and it snowballed. 
by the time we did all the fundraise, we sold everything. The kids, we, I had a phenomenal group of kids. In March of 1996, we boarded a bus with 56 <laughs> students from Ignacio, Colorado. Now, we, it wasn't a school bus. We, we, did, we were smart and, uh, and hired a, uh, a, like a commercial coach, a Herrera yeah. coach out of Alabama. New Mexico, and we needed an, uh, an auxiliary vehicle, a school van. So we took uh, four sponsors and 56 kids. From two to 56. That's phenomenal. It was. We, it, I, just, I was just amazed. It was, all I can say, the word that exemplified that whole trip was magical. I remember coming down Highway 5, Interstate 565, and we're about a half of my, I could go, I'm getting goosebumps right now. And we're driving down the road. We could see the Saturn 1B rockets standing up at space camp. Oh, the, the goosebumps here. I asked the driver, I said, may I, have your, may I have your PA system? And I got on the PA system and I said, boys and girls, let me be the first one to welcome you to space camp. Uh, and the, the roar, the roar that went out of that bus was deafening. And we rolled in, shipped in the kids. I, I played tourists with my 35 millimeter camera and took pictures of the kids in every situation. And we had a phenomenal week. We celebrated at the end of the week with a big dinner. I, I, I uh, bought the kids. I think we went to Red Lobster. All the kids had to say, eat anything you want. We're, we're celebrating. This is a celebration. <laughs> and then, then we took the 28-hour trip back to Ignacio. And we, they, we were, they were dead tired. They were just slept most of the way. But it was magical. I just, I sat there and go, wow, wow. <laughs> we're going to do this again. <laughs> Here we go. And so you said you've had over 500 kids go to space camp with you? Go to space camp from this from this area in southwestern Colorado and just put in a little plug. We got we got a group for for June of 2022 already huh. in the world. We got a dozen a dozen kids and we're gonna try to get between a dozen and fifteen kids to go and we're gonna fly. Or ever since that trip, the second trip was a we the bus broke down and uh, I oh. thought I was uh, chest pains during that trip coming back. And I said, if I wake up and I'm not, and I'm not dead, we're gonna we're not gonna take a bus anymore. We're gonna fly. <laughs> so we've flown. <laughs> We've flown ever since, and because of Space Camp and Aviation Challenge, you know, it's, it's about space and flying. Hey, might as well fly. And for some of the kids, it's their first flight ever. So it's a great trip and an adventure for them. Most definitely. Wow. Do you have any students that have since gone on to work in the space industry? Well, I have uh, one particular young man, he was on that great big trip that we took the first. He now is a York in memory metals, metallurgy at Glenn Research Center in Ohio, and he works for NASA. And he, I was so blessed that he came back uh, to my class, and he spent the day with, my, with our kids, and he talked to every class, and he said, I'm living a dream. I am doing what I want. I'm working at NASA, and they're paying me a lot of money to do what I like to do. And he said, I don't have a job. I, just, I have the love. And, and um, young young man, he just, he, he just, in fact, he's featured on my induction video for the Space Camp Hall of Fame. And he's just, he, I'm just so proud of that young man. He is just so, I have uh, a couple, another student who is uh, a pilot, fighter pilot. Uh, he's now a major in the uh, Marines. He's flying F-35s. Another young man is a crew chief with uh, A-10 uh, Lightnings or Warthogs, as it's most commonly called. I have... Five, five former students who are chopper pilots. 
but 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 let me stress i said i i i don't take credit for any of that i i feel that i i just gave them the opportunity from where they went to and these are phenomenal kids they stand out they know what they want in life and they go get it so there's there i'm just uh very honored to be among these uh, to have given that opportunity you know in life we you just give an opportunity i gave them an opportunity that's all and they've ta- they've taken in a run and uh, I hear I hear about the stories. I, I am just very honored to have been a part of the group of kids. So I know what Space Camp does for young people. It opens yeah. the doors. They're training the next generation of space explorers, and we're going to see we're uh, we're, we're going to see them. I, I just thoroughly enjoy watching the space program, and just you know, I always I always uh, my shout is. On to Mars. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Dr. On to Mars. And I go, well, yeah, it, it, it is. We're going to see him go back to the moon in a few years with the Artemis project and then on to Mars later. And then to the stars. We're just starting out. We're, we're going to go, we're going to go as, as Star Trek says to where no one has gone before. So it's there. I just am so proud and humble to be just a little part of it. And, and I hope that, uh, that the space also. Um, yes. I'd love to see a space ball, uh, package of space balls on Mars in about 15 years. <laughs> okay. Well, let's talk about that because that's kind of your encore career, I'd like to call it, of, you know, you're you're not moving away from helping the students. You're just coming at it from a different direction and funding scholarships for more students to go to space camp but through Danny's Rocket Ranch. So tell us about that. Well, let, let me, uh, I'm going to go back a little bit how this started. Yes, please. Uh, it was 2018 July. And it was, it was very vivid because what, once I was, I was inducted in 2010 as a member of the Space Camp Hall of Fame. And every year after that, I, uh, I would take my fresh, sal- my fresh salsa. Uh, I, I kind of invented my, my own fresh salsa about 35 years ago. And uh, it's become a staple. Most people, if people ask me, oh, they're going to have a party, uh, I say, what would you like me to bring? Bring your salsa. <laughs> it's like automatic, bring your salsa. So, <laughs> so my, my fresh salsa became kind of a staple, going to, going to parties. So after I was inducted into the Space Camp Hall of Fame, what we would do is I would take uh, uh, lock top boxes uh, with salsa and, and put them in a, a suitcase with, with, and pack it with uh, a cold packs so it would stay fresh. And then we would just sit around the pool at, at the Huntsville Marriott, which is right next door to Space Camp. And we would uh, just eat salsa and talk about space and like-minded people. We'd sit about it. And we even happened late at night and under the cover of darkness. So it was a kind of a, a covert uh, event. Well, in about in 2016 or 17, they made it a legitimate event. It was the uh, the pool party. So, but I continued to bring <laughs> Bring my, my so I guess it wasn't that much fun because it wasn't covert. So we took the salsa, and, and often throughout the years, people would look and say, "Dan, you ever thought about selling this?" And I go, "Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know about uh, about you know the selling stuff. I, I make it everywhere I go, but I don't know anything about the salsa market. You look at you go to the stores and you see uh, rows of salsa. You know, it could be uh, from A to Z. So I said, "I don't know." So it's 2018. Uh, and someone asked me the same question. I said, Danny, would you, uh, I said, would you ever thought about selling this? And go, yeah, I, I do. I thought about it, but I don't really don't know how. So 
So we're sitting there eating some more salsa and, and talking with people. A little bit later, I kind of get Dottie Metcalf Lindenberger. Uh, she's a, a shuttle astronaut and a, a former Fort Collins high school teacher. And I said, Dottie, do you do you think the folks on this on the International Space Station would like my salsa? And she looked over at me and her, uh, her eyes wide and said, Danny, they'd love your salsa. Oh. Hey, oh so, okay. So eat more salsa, talk to more friends, and uh, you have some more beverages and. So I'm sitting around people and within earshot, and I go, well, I said, listen up. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but kind of in a loud voice. But one of the, our goals at the uh, uh, new members of the Space Camp Hall of Fame is to raise money uh, for our scholarship fund. So I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to work on something that we can sell that uh, will help raise money for our scholarship fund for, to help kids go to space camp. So I kind of put it out there. So, okay, I've said it. Now I got to come up with it. So I came back home to, to the rocket ranch and said, oh, it kind of hit my head before I go, all right, open my mouth. How am I going to do this? So try not, to, try not to take too much time, but all right. Got my fresh salsa. Okay, I can make my salsa and we'll freeze dry it. Look at the, at the aspects of doing that and the, and the equipment necessary. I go, wow, that's going to be expensive. Okay, what if I dehydrate it? Well, make the fresh salsa, dehydrate it, okay, time-wise. Okay, we can make it for a little bit less than freeze-drying it. So I'm thinking, but it was very, it was costly doing it, going that route. So I had this, so I had a, a bright idea. Okay, what if I can source the already freeze-dried or dehydrated components of my salsa, blend it in a manner that all you need to do is rehydrate it with hot water warm to hot water. I started looking at that and, and coming to the mixtures. I said, oh, this is going to be uh, more cost effective. So I started gathering the materials from different sources around the United States, and I started blending. Uh, I, I was my first test also, and, and some family members. So we went through about six or seven different blendings to come up with a, one that was good. So then I said, okay, here's one that's pretty good. Now it's got to be packaged in a manner that like it could be in space. So what I go, so I looked for the uh, vacuum packing, uh, the toughest Mylar packaging. So I found a Mylar packaging that would withstand the rigors of being in space and being launched on a rocket. So I said, well, if it's going to be space salsa, it's got to withstand the rigors of a space launch and live in the harsh environment of outer space for long-term. And yet when it's rehydrated, be nutritious and taste good. Yes. So, so, and spicy. So that, I hear astronauts really like spicy food when they're in space. They do because their taste buds are, uh, uh, you know, kind of go out, and they need they like that spicy stuff, you know. So, and to tell all the podcasters, I said, Kara's Kara's tried the you you tried the space also. You said your favorite one is. Yes, I I like the spicy original personally. Spicy That's spicy fine. original is, is good. So. I sent it out to, to, to various, uh, some of my space camp family and they went one round. I had a online survey so they, so they could uh, fill out surveys. So using the information I got from the survey, I brought that information back, did some more tweaking on the recipe with three more tweaks. Then I tested with family locally and said, yeah, this is really good. This is pretty good. This is probably the one. So I sent that out again to about 20, 25 different people and got the feedback there and said, yeah, this is pretty good. So most of them said, this is the one. So that's what became, has now become Danny's Rocket Ranch Martian Spicy Original. So that, that's, that's how that came about. 
So you don't grow any of the ingredients there on on your family ranch. You you outsource them all. Is that right? I outsource them from uh, USA. I'll may I'll grow in the United States. It's a, and again, I thought about growing that, but just the time the time factor. It would take yes. a lot of time and manpower. And at that time, it was just me. And now it's just Laura and I. So we have to limit what we, what we can do at uh, at this point in at the beginning of our, our company. So, but I found some of the some of the great. Most of it's organic, but not it's not 100% organic. Uh, these are the best. Some of the best. Uh, uh, I let let the experts do it. But I, I've come up with a with a good blend. It uh, is yes. lightweight. It's in a package. All you need is 10 to 12 ounces of hot water. 20 minutes, stir it up, and you have salsa. And can you do it right in the bag? That's I haven't tried that yet. I've only done it in a bowl, but I've wondered, yes, could yes. I just... Yes, you can do it in the bag. Just make sure you stir it, you stir it uh, thoroughly. Take out the little oxygen absorber because that's mm-hmm. uh, oxygen, it absorbs the oxygen. Uh, you know, oxygen oxidizes, and that's what leads to uh, lower, less shelf life. And uh, we have two products. So if you can mix it up, I've done it that way. It might come out a little lumpy, but make sure you stir it thoroughly. But I'd like to tell you the story about how we got the uh, Martian hot. Yes. I, I, I knew. I said, okay, we're going to make it different. But we want to have more flavor and hotter. So what I did was I came up with four different uh, combinations of hot. And I sent it to Laura in, in Bethel, Alaska. And I had it make it up for her, for the staff at her school, the four different ones, and they voted on which ones they liked the best. And what had happened is they liked two. They said, oh, we like the heat for this particular one, but if it was as flavorful as this other one. So I said, if you could mix those two, two different samples, it would be perfect. So what I did is I took the two, I took that feedback, uh, and I blended it to where it was hot, uh, it had a good heat index, and it was spicier and more flavorful. And that's what became Martian Hot, thanks to the wonderful folks at Gladys Young uh, Elementary School in Bethel, Alaska. Nothing like a teacher's lounge for a, a good taste testing, right? Absolutely. So that's now the Martian Hot. So we have two different products. And so I, I know you're working on some pieces to go with the salsa. You want to talk about those pieces? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love the expert, the uh, scientific method. Uh, we are working on a milder version. Uh, oh, it's going to be, be uh, sweeter and fruitier, and it, it'll probably end up being mostly kid friendly. That maybe you can yeah. get uh, pieces of fruit, and so that's that's we're working in. We're working that in now, and we're still working on the to base off the uh, new Artemis project that we're going to name. Uh, we have a limeade, uh, and we're going to. The working title right now is Laura's Lunar Limeade, and it's a, it's a really good limeade drink. And well-named, great alliteration there. Yes, it is. It is very good. <laughs> okay, we'll hopefully get these launched uh, on a, maybe on a mission, or we'll see. But that's that's the idea uh, to happen along there. We, you know, we're just trying to get it out of space, trying to get all And it is astronaut. Uh, let me go back a little bit. And the salsa has been purchased by astronauts. So, and it is, it is astronaut approved. Former astronauts have, have ordered it <laughs> and they do, they do like it. So it's a, I guess we say it's, it's, it's astronaut approved. It just hasn't made it into space yet. So that's the next thing. So we're, we're working on some, on some different products and just, uh, it, it's just a lot of fun uh, coming up with these ideas. Yes. And I love that you compared it to the, 
the scientific method, the actual experimentation of picking which salsa is the best and which blend is the best. That's a great comparison. Oh, you, you had to get to tell you, you know, I know what something that I like or you like was probably different than, than other people like. So you try to get a, a large majority of the population that, that come up with it and say, they like this. Okay, that's kind of the middle of the road. I know some people say, well, your hot's not very hot. And then some people say the hot, well, that's hot's really hot. But it's all personal. <laughs> you kind of hit it the middle of the road. And it's fabulous so when you make, when you add it. We have some family members and friends who've used it and they started using it to cook. Yes. One of, the, one of the recipes we came up is we we add a packet of Danny's Rocket Ranch space salsa to a pound of ground beef, and they cook it up. Well, you put you rehydrate it first and mix it in, and we call it Rocket Tacos because it already has the tomatoes and onions and everything in it. All you need to do is add lettuce and cheese, and you have tacos. That's perfect. So, so many uses for it. There is. We're hoping some uh, hoping someday in the near future that Laura and I will have a cooking channel called Cooking with Space Salsa. And, uh, <laughs> yes. We have several people. We have uh, right now. I'm guessing we probably have ten or twelve different recipes for it. And so we'll uh, sometime in the future. That's that's coming up. But again, all it all goes back to you know the more salsa we can sell, the more kids will help with uh, with space camp and going to different STEM camps uh, and just helping kids out. Getting them excited and reaching for the stars. You just say, if you can dream it, do it. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of kids out there that just they dream. They just, they just need a helping hand. And space camp is one of the one of the best ways. Our kids are our future. We want to see them reach for the stars. And and that's what that's what we're doing. I just yeah, one student I, at a time. What exactly right? One student at a time. And I thoroughly think Laura and I'll be here in a, in a few years. And we're going to be watching it, be watching on TV, and we're going to know a student that is stepping off a lunar or Martian lander and said, wow, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. So I have to ask, you know, you're, you're funding a lot of dreams for students. Now that civilians are going to space, have you considered your dream of being an astronaut still an option? Well, it's always an option. Even if even if we have to pay for it, you know, if I get millions of orders of space also, hey, it, it, it could be uh, very likely that I can go into space. <laughs> <laughs> and inspire but, the next teacher in space. Well, even if we don't, I, I, I was able, I was fortunate enough to, to fly a mission on the zero gravity plane, and so I've got to feel weightlessness, or I should say, was not zero gravity, but um, microgravity. Uh, Microgravity, yes. So that was thoroughly cool. So, so I've had a little bit, a little bit of time in a microgravity. Uh, being a teacher on the on the on Southern Reservation in southwestern Colorado has afforded me a lot of opportunities to go work at NASA for and for summer projects. Again, I said very, very blessed, very fortunate, and I just thoroughly do it. I just want to continue to do this and have fun every day. Uh, have fun with uh, Laura and I. Have fun with the Rocket Ranch and be around family and kids and, and be around those like-minded people who look to the stars and say someday we'll be out there. And it's, it's, it's great being associated with the Space Foundation. The Discovery uh, Museums or a store has Danny's Rocket Ranch Space also there. So Yes, it does. There's one place that you can pick it up, but we're, hopefully it'll be in, in stores from coast to coast in all 50 states. Right now, we're only, we're only in three states right now, but we're, our goal is to be at least in all 50 states someday, someday soon. Someday soon. I like it. But people are able to buy the salsa off your website right now. 
Is that right? Uh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. It's at www.dannysrocketranch.com. Well, Danny, I, I really enjoyed hearing your stories and, and hearing how you're just continuing to stay in the space realm, but in a totally fresh and different way. I think that's awesome. Well, Laura, Laura and I, we're having, just, we're having a great time with this. And we're going to be doing things probably we haven't even thought about yet, but we to get, get two good, uh, great minds together. And we'll think of some stuff and say, hey, let's let's do it. If we can think it, we're going to do it. Yes, you are an inspiration to your students and a model for doing just that. Well, well thank you very much. Cheryl. We're, we're, we're truly honored and humbled. We're teachers, and teachers make this world a better place. And we plan I... on being here for a long time and enjoying spreading the word about Space Salsa and Space Camp uh, STEM projects, uh, Michelle Lucas with Higher Orbit. She brings the space age technology and and uh, learning to schools. And so you know, these are all folks in this fun, in the Space Camp Hall of Fame. And I would like to invite the, uh, the listeners that if you want to learn uh, more about Space Camp, www.spacecamp.com or uh, www.spacecamp.hall-of-fame. Uh, and you can see our stories, not only mine, but all, all the inductees of the Space Camp uh, Hall of Fame. Perfect. Well, thank you again for joining us today, Danny. It, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Terry. It's, it's, it's totally my pleasure. Thank you for thank you for having me. And that concludes this episode of Space Foundation Space for You podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on Podbean, Apple Podcast. Google Podcast, and Spotify. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and of course, our website, spacefoundation.org, where you can also learn about the various ways you can support Space Foundation. On all of these outlets and more, it's Space Foundation's mission to be a gateway to education, information, and collaboration for space exploration and space-inspired industries that drive the global space ecosystem. At Space Foundation, we will always have space for you. Thanks for listening.